She took your bullets, jackass. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I need a nanny. Okay, wait. Kay. First, I need to get the chicken. Okay. Gonna watch every show ever made Yeah Every show ever Oh hey! Welcome to Every Show Ever The podcast where we watch TV shows we've never seen before and talk about them My name is Kyle My name is Jen And this episode we watched procedurals bum, bum. These are. This is like a type of show I never watch Unless I'm forced to by Jen or Justin, my boyfriend. I don't... When do I ever force you to watch procedurals? Every time. Uh, every time. All the time. I don't watch procedurals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's you a do. slander. All the time. <laughs> it's a slander. <laughs> um, so, so... So what did you watch? Alright, so let's just go right into it. So I watched Mysteries of Laura. Anybody? Who? Does anybody Who? know what that show is? <clears throat> Mysteries of Laura, episode uh, season two, episode one. The Mystery of the Taken Boy. Okay, wait. September 23, 2015. Wait, wait, wait. What's the premise of the show? NYPD! <laughs> Don't be stupid, lady. Excuse me, it's Detective. I'm a little type A, and I practice all the time with this thing. I'm going to count to three. One. Two. Three. Let me... <laughs> Like, what is the show about? Here's what I know. Who's Laura? What's the mystery? Where's Got Deborah it. Messing? Yes. Like, okay. What, what do you know about it? What I know. So this is Deborah Messing. So Deborah Messing is done being Grace from Will and Grace and is now a detective, but the show only lasted for two seasons. And then after she went back to being Grace. When did, where does Smash fall in this oh, timeline before, Oh yeah, Deborah Messing's Before life? that, before that. It's like Will and Grace smashed this show. Oh, all right, shall I begin? Is everyone ready? Mysteries of Laura. Where's the boy? Mystery taken boy. Okay, cold open. Shot of Manhattan. That's where it takes place. So a man is watching kids at a park and a mom is suspicious. Suddenly a taxi comes out of nowhere and runs him over as he yells out to save the kids. He dies. Taxi goes away. Crime scene time. Deborah Messing appears in a purple blouse uh, with lovely blown out hair and sneakers. Sneakers. Yeah. She says, this is a crime scene, people, not a play date. Take your kids home and walks through the caution tape. It's the middle of the day. What's her vibe? Oh, I, you, you'll get her character okay. right now. Okay, sorry. She then talks to a mom, like the mom, and her a boy. And the boy is hungry and also diabetic. Ooh. So Deborah says she has food. She's like rummaging through her purse. She pulls out an envelope. Oops, it's her energy bill and it's late. Then she pulls out a half-eaten granola bar, and she, like, hands it, and the mom is like, we're gluten-free. Deborah says something like, I tried that once, but I just love food too much. Oh, Deborah. So it's like, that's like the Deborah Laura Grace, you know, that whole yeah. vibe, that whole character. They're like, I'm wacky and relatable. Yeah, yeah. mom humor overload is what yeah. I wrote. So her partner is tall, dark, and, like, swole. So please see picture number one. Like that's like that's what's going on there. Okay. And to see the pictures, you can go to our Instagram, every show ever pod. Mm-hmm. Okay. So follow in, along. In y- this, you'll get the vibe. Yeah. Okay. Do you oh, see wow. the purple blouse? Do you see the hair? So Deborah Messing has some like Victoria's Secret beachy waves yes, going on. Yeah, blonde hair. Yeah. 
a like mom purse. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's like like cognac and like studded. And <laughs> <laughs> her partner's hot. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like pontificating. They're like, was the taxi driver killing a pervert? Like, is it a payback of some sort? What colorful blouse will Laura wear next? Oh, Stay this, tuned. This is Ben. So next scene, so she's at the, the precinct and the detectives are like whispering to each other. Um, but it's like, it's Grace. Like, she can't whisper. Like, that's not possible. So she's like talking super loud. And then her new boss, who's like this like stern female woman, captain, um, like scolds her. Like, detectives solve crimes quietly. So it's like, they have like beef. Don't really know what that's about. Anyway. Like, is it like sexual tension or just like tension? Uh, no sex. There's no sexuality. Well, maybe near the end, but there's like nothing. Is going it like on suits where you were like, "There's no sex in yeah. the show." Like, well, yeah, no. sterile kind of. <laughs> yes, okay. that's the word. <laughs> I forgot I watched Suits with Meghan Markle. You did watch Suits with Meghan Markle, and it Meghan was Markle. wild. So then her actual old captain came back. Uh, so he's been like away for sick leave, and he's like, "I'm good," but the female captain's like, um, "I'm in charge for another month, so you can just like help out and like be like an extra detective or something." And he's like, "Okay." Then there's also this assistant character. He's like in Brooklyn Nine Nine, like um, the Peretti. Gina. Yeah, like yeah. I guess like this like sort of assistant, like not a cop, but assistant. Yeah. But he's like a flamboyant servant type, so he like glides through the scenes oh. and is like very like like a butler. He like provides her evidence and then like flitters away, and he's like very devoted. It's like very odd energy you'll see. That's weird. And then Laura smacks the ass of her captain, welcoming him back. Tis tis. They had a thing. Deborah Laura Grace. Well, she okay. First of all, she's smacking his ass at work. That's not okay, Jen. That's not Sorry, okay. <laughs> I'm like, but are they dating? <laughs> oh, are they dating? <laughs> no. It was like chummy, but we'll get to that. Oh. Next oh. scene. <laughs> Gosh. So they find the dead guy's pregnant wife. They're like, "Did you know he was a sex offender? Because he was." She was, she was like, I was 16 when he was 21. Like, my dad pressed charges, but, like, I haven't spoke to my parents since. Like, he was a, he's a great guy. Like, he's dead. Laura and her butt-slapped boss tell her he also had track marks. The pregnant ladies, like, he was getting clean. He's a great guy. Aren't he's going to night school. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Aren't track marks when you don't, like, wipe enough after you go to the washroom? That's skid marks. Oh. <laughs> Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's go back. Cool, 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 cool. We're just going to move right past that. <laughs> They're like, he's a nice guy. He's a track marks. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa I like whoa, your ass. Whoa, whoa. Anyway, next scene. Laura's partner is harassing um, the taxi driver because it was stolen. He's like, where, where is it? Cut to a burnt car under a bridge. It's oh the God. taxi. They're looking. They find a camera. They take the SD card out and put it in their own camera that they have. There's pictures of that diabetic kid from the park. Cut to the mom no. walking home. Everyone's racing to the mom and the kid. She turns her back for a second. The shitty kid got stolen! No! I should have said coming based on the title of the episode. <laughs> I'm still shocked. Laura is still in the purple blouse. We are nine minutes in the episode. <laughs> they wait for the ransom call. The kid is diabetic. He needs his insulin. Mm. They have 12 hours. So they say he was kidnapped for ransom. Like, obviously. Mm-hmm. Incoming burn from Grace Adler, Laura Deborah. She says... But clearly there are more affluent families in this neighborhood. So why your son? Oh. Destroyed. Oh. Destroyed. That is rude. Mom starts crying. Dad, <laughs> Dad, Dad tells her to take something. She pulls out like all these pills, like prescription after prescription. Like she's, she's medicated. Laura's yeah. like, hmm. 
because she's like, we're gluten free, you know? Yeah. So she asks about Theo, like, who does he hang, hang out with? Uh, the mom says, like, just me, the sister, and the dad. Convenient for Laura, but not for Theo, who is a loser with no friends. I was going to say, like, this poor kid. Does he have, like, a, like, nerdy vibe? He's not in the... <laughs> He's gone. He's gone, Jen. I, I just want the best. Theo. For him. So dad said... So the dad has, like, many shady cash-only businesses, mm-hmm. and then he said, I recently fired someone. Like, he's probably... He stole my son. Th- this guy's a strip club bouncer. Okay. So Laura's partner is, like, at the strip club interrogating him. There's also this, like, young model-esque female detective, like, pretty stereotypical, mm. in a white tank top. She, um, she's like, where were you? He's like, I was at the gym for three hours. Like, it wasn't me. And she goes, that is subjectively too much time at the gym. I was going to say, like, three hours at the gym... <laughs> Please. The bouncer guy says that the dad stole like $100,000, like skimmed it off the top from like his own company. Yeah. yeah. Five years ago. Oh. Back at the precinct. The new sassy captain tells the old captain she likes it here, so she's going to stay. Hmm. She also says that she sent the ginger weirdo, that's a quote, that's the gay assistant, <sighs> to forensic accounting classes. So like now he's a forensic accountant. So he's checking the finances, and he's like, oh my god, the dad did skim that money five years ago. Laura, I don't think Theo is their son. I think they bought him on the black market. Quote, keep up, Jen! Where's that come from? (laughs) Keep up! (laughs) This show is fast. Who jumps to that? Who's like... She's a genius. Look at that hair. What is happening? Laura and mom are talking. The mom immediately tells her everything. They do a DNA test. Well, Laura tells the ginger weirdo, the gay assistant, to do it. He says, I hear and obey. Oh. Like, that's how he responds to her. Oh, chilling. <laughs> they, they find out that both his parents are dead junkies, so it's not them. Double chilling. Both Cut of, to wait, Laura. Wait, 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 wait. Both of Theo's parents are dead yeah. junkies? So they adopted him? <laughs> no? The black market? Where did this kid come from? The black market. Why? How did she know that? No, they think his original parents tried to steal him. So they're like, run DNA oh. test and find out who his real parents are. But okay. they're both dead junkies. I am keeping up. Okay. Keep up, Jen. <laughs> Cut to Laura's partner and a tough, hot female detective. They're pretending to be a couple wanting to adopt. Uh, the adoptee woman says no first, but then she's like, but there's like another way to adopt. If you mm-hmm. give me seventy five dollars to $100,000, they arrest her. She's busted. Convenient. So Laura calls out to her gay assistant back at the precinct, calling him Maxi Pad. I think his name is Max, and she calls him Maxi Pad. Oh. And asks him for stuff, and he provides it with robotic servitude. I find this unsettling. <laughs> her new sassy boss takes the evidence that they got, tells Laura and the old boss to go to the parents to prep them to talk to, like, newspeople. To be like, find our son, please, like he's diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, I'm drunk here. <laughs> They go to the house, well, and then there's an image of, like, because the, the captain takes her clues, so Deborah Messing's like, oh, you fucking bitch, and, like, the captain, like, covers her mouth. You can see that in episode, uh, picture two. Her and the captain for sure have slept together. Oh, yeah. There's a vibe. There's a vibe. There's a vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't just, like, put your hand over someone's mouth <laughs> if you haven't put your hand over other stuff, too. <laughs> Wow, Jen. Yeah. You're amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what? You're a detective. I am. Thank you. Thank you. So, they get to the house and a pizza has just been delivered. Laura, a.k.a. Grace Adler, is like, why would they order from a gluten-based pizzeria? Iconic detective. (laughs) That's good. But actually, that's pretty... She's a genius. Because she still pulls on. (laughs) It's because she's still pissed when they're like, oh, we're (laughs) gluten-free. She's like, I won't forget that. (laughs) 
locked in. <laughs> they bust open the door because they're like, there's a ransom note in that pizza, obviously. And there is. What? what <laughs> so they need, about? they need money. But I'm like, is there, is there a warrant? Like, why is she still wearing the purple shirt? Change is, is your this shirt. all the same day? It's all the same, like, afternoon. They set up an entirely obvious sting for this ran like the ransom drop off. Grace Adler and the other female detective are hiding with tragic hats and like blanket covered strollers, and the male detectives are in a helicopter. This is gendered. <laughs> I said I'm over this, but then the trade off is like awkward because the mom is like the money, but and also is trying to talk to him, being like, "There's also needles. Like, give him insulin." Oh no! Then Grace runs up and is like trying to talk to the guy. There's a picture of this. She's in a hat. Beware! And then oh, she's like, "That's a hat." <laughs> And, and look braids. at pigtails. And pigtail braids. It's, she's trying to be like, I'm just a mom, like a regular, like. She looks like dick. a narc. Yeah. She looks like a narc. Like, that's, like that's not. No I'm one like, dresses like I'm like, that. everything is so too obvious. So then, then she's like, wait, he's in the van. Like, he's in the van. The van's driving away. And they like, screw it all up. But I'm like, this isn't real. Like, helicopters. Like, all the detectives are there. Like, the captain is there, like, with her binoculars. Like, in New York City, like for one kid, and they're by the Brooklyn Bridge. It's like this is n- this is a waste of money, and like Theo has no friends. Like he's who a, cares? He's a black market kid. Like where? Well, it's he- a rich family. It's a I rich guess. family. Listen, for one kid, it's New York City. I'm like, I'm sure there's like twenty kids taken every. I don't know. They don't have time for this. <laughs> what do you think New York is? Ghost Rider really messed with you, eh? And there's, they're, they're just running around. Twenty kids taken every day, every hour. What were you gonna say? <laughs> What's your vision of New York? Next. (laughs) Back to the show. (laughs) So after that, they're like interrogating the dad's brother. They're like interrogating other people because they're like back to square one. Mm -hmm. And then Grace Adler is like, oh, I know. So she goes to Theo's house and she's like, hey, sister, like you're always wearing a sweater. Like you're a junkie too. What? She knew that. I wore a sweater today. She's like, the sister's a junkie too. So the sister is a junkie. Of course. And... They find out that, like, at her AA meetings, like, she was, like, talking about how rich her family is, I guess. And the, a bunch of the other junkies are like, let's take her brother. And they did. Oh, no. But the one guy who died, like, flipped. It was like, no, let's not be bad. And so they killed him. Keep up. You got it? So they killed him before the kidnapping even took place. Correct. Okay. Because he was supposed to kidnap the kid, but then he, like, was, like, didn't. And they, like, just run him over. So, like, let's steal a taxi, run him over... No, still taxi, and like help me get the kid and put it in the taxi. But oh, then okay. he was like, "Kid, watch out!" And they're like, "Fuck you!" And they just ran him over. He said, "I'm keeping up." So Grace Adler, aka Laura, aka Deborah Messy, organizes a SWAT team into this junkie oh like God. shack, and they like they basically beat the shit up out of these junkies and find Theo. So everything's good now. <laughs> everything's okay, Jen. This is all too convenient. So even it's like everything's fine now. It's like the you know the music yeah, and they're yeah. like How much the blankets. Yeah, it's it's almost over. And okay. then the then I'm like, oh, everything's fine. But it's like the parents like black market paid for this kid. Like yeah. one day Theo's gonna find out, and he's not gonna be happy. No. Also, his sister is a fucking junkie, and his mom is like a pill popper. But they're rich and they're gluten free. So maybe they're just a regular New York family. Maybe that's just what it's like. I think that's what Manhattan must be like. Anyway. What the hell is this show? In the end. Oh my god. In the end. <laughs> the old captain is staying as a senior detective, so not a captain, aka demoted. Yeah. But he's like, I gotta keep detectiving, I guess. I don't know. Duty calls. Sure. So Grace has finally changed her shirt 
but it's an unsightly beige plaid. Please look at this image. Oh, Deborah. So the episode ends with her, like, thirst-eye-fucking her old boss from the lunch table, openly, while her servant gay is reading her crossword clues, and she's just, like, nonchalantly answering, but, like, eye-fucking at the same time as the camera pans away. The end. That's chilling. What the fuck was that show? I just needed to get through that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kyle came into my apartment and was like, I need to go first. I need to get it over with. Like, you have this, like... Done. Like, weighing on you this episode. I'm done. I have, I have a little game, but then I'm done. Oh, my gosh. How do you feel about that show? I feel like it's all too convenient. I hated every second of it. Thank you. And, and then it got canceled. And, it, and I'm, like, kind of offended because... Pizza, sometimes you just need a pizza delivery, and there's no ulterior motive. Wow. But she was right, though. Because she was right about everything. Was she ever wrong once in this episode? No. Like, that's not a show. That's <laughs> yeah. not, like... She's all, like, she's right, and everyone else, like, is getting in her way and, like, screwing up. What? I have a question. Yeah. What is the mystery of Laura? It's mysteries of Laura. So the show, the episode is like, mystery of the lost boy. I feel like every episode is like, mystery of the stolen cat. Like, mystery of the... So it's not like she's not mysterious, she's solving crimes. It's like the mysteries of Laura. I thought she would have some juicy backstory. Well, she could. They just didn't touch at all upon this. I was like, does is she married? Does she have yeah, a kid? Is there like anything? I don't even know who she is. She she's has just, a she's purple just, blouse. <laughs> she's just like, so like, she has like eureka moments. Yeah. But like... All the time. That's not satisfying in a show. And then, like, the gay assistant is, like, like, will do anything for her. Like, it's really weird. As you know, I love a good actor trivia poll. So here's some trivia from Deborah Messing that we can discuss. Oh, gosh. Okay. She beat Nicolette Sheridan for the role of Grace Adler on Will and Grace at final auditions with them, too. And then she got it. Did you know that? Wait, is this a quiz or is this true or false? Just, or just trivia. Oh, I thought I had to like answer something. Oh no, that's why I was like intense. Oh, so Nicholas Sheridan was almost Grace. Yeah, oh, that's weird. Think about that. That's weird. But then she came on to be like uh, Will's like love interest. Yeah. yeah. Next trivia: okay. loves gambling. Bracket blackjack. <laughs> so she likes blackjack. <laughs> she likes blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Next, would have been a litigator if she was not an actress. Oh. Well, well, now she knows it's a detective, now it's a lawyer. I was like, now she's living it. (laughs) And then, quote, I'm fascinated by diamonds. When I put diamonds on, my hands start to shake. End of quote. (laughs) What the? (laughs) And finally, my favorite trivia of her her IMDb page. Inducted into the Hair Fans Hall of Fame in 2003. (laughs) What? I bet she put that one in herself. Did you do any more research into what the Hair Fans Hall of Fame is? I don't need to, Jen. Yeah. It's the Hair Fans Hall, Hall of, of Fame. Fame. 2003. Wow. That's, like, impressive. <laughs> no other year, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in this Hall of Fame? Hair Fans. Hair Fans. <laughs> wow, Deborah Messing. What a star. What a star. What do you mean? You loved her in Searching. Okay, so I saw Searching last week. Is she a star? No. Well, <laughs> you no. loved it. Oh my god, you were praising it last shut, night. Shut up. Now no, I wasn't. Yeah, you fucking were. How dare you turn. No, because the whole thing like takes place on a computer screen, and so like I only ever saw her in like FaceTime videos from like bad angles, so it wasn't great for her. Oh, for her, but you love that movie. Well, I like John Cho. Oh, I see. Yeah. It was, it was, like, it was a fine movie. Okay. It was fine. 
Anyway. It was procedurally. She plays a cop in it. She's a detective. She's a cop. Named Rosemary Vick. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Hair fan. Hair fan. From 2003. Wow. <laughs> and then never. <laughs> well, it's like, once you're in the Hall of Fame. I guess you're in it forever. You're in it for like. That's She's like, a hair fan. Best hair Hall of Famer for life. For life. Thank wow. you. So that's Mysteries of Laura. Oh. Oh. <laughs> She's calling you. What'd you say? Oh my god, hey Deborah. Are you on the searching movie? Wait. FaceTime, Deborah Messing. Deborah, you're at the Hall of Fame right now? Oh my god, I'll meet you there in five minutes. <laughs> Deborah, they took your hair and put it in the in the Hall of Fame. Deborah! Oh my gosh. Okay. So I watched as my <laughs> Oh, I was like, Jen, you just texted me. Like, I'm sitting with you. I see. I got it. That was true. <laughs> you're like, please help or something like that. Is everything okay, Jen? That was terrifying. It's like, text Kyle while I'm talking to you. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what is the mystery of Laura? <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. Next up. So, yeah. Let me preface because uh, I like to talk. Mm. So... <laughs> Shocking. There's a show called Lucifer. I watched the first season. It's so good. I was obsessed. So I kept talking, but I kept trying to make Jen watch it. And now that the procedural week in our schedule is up, I was like, Jen, you gotta do Lucifer. It's so good. And she did, guys. She did. Jen, take it away. So it's like partly a challenge, but it's not a cartoon. So I was happy. And so (laughs) I watched Lucifer. I did this for you, Kyle. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you, Jen. You're so welcome. So... This show is fucking insane. No, 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 no. That's not correct. Okay. First of all, you only watched the first season. And then you... It's a procedural, but it's also like mythology, and it's like all together. So why did you stop watching it? You know, it's like you like a... You're into a show for the first season, and then it's like you have to wait. And then it's like, oh, the second season's on, and you're like, by that time, it's like a year later, you're like, you you forget. Yeah. I actually watched half of season two, and then it was like... It tapered off. So... I'm happy to tell you that I watched an episode from season three. No! (laughs) (laughs) Season three. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. um, It was called Off the Record. Got it. Um, And let me just... Was that like from this year? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're the devil. (laughs) Correct. What's your name? Lucifer. My name's Beatrice, but everybody calls me Trixie. That's a hooker's name. Okay, so I watched season three, episode seven, off the record. A reporter seeks revenge after he discovers that Lucifer has been sleeping with his estranged wife. Things get messy, however, when it's revealed that Linda is the reporter's estranged wife. Lucifer's reputation and safety are on the line, especially when a serial killer from the past resurfaces. Yay! So I'm like, who's Linda? Who's like, <laughs> what's going on? So apparently this episode I discovered after... It's a little, like, weird of the format, because the whole format is from this reporter's point of view. Oh, that's weird. And that so Lucifer sucks. is just, like, popping in and out. Oh, so, like, no. I see it, like, through someone else's oh, eyes. I but that. I was kind of into... It was an interesting piece of story. He's the best part of the show. Well, he was in it. Okay. The show's called Lucifer. Uh, okay. So... But no, by season three, they're like, let's experiment like, in let's other ways. change it up. And then, like, it got canceled, and now it's on Netflix. Oh. Like, it's... But not in Canada. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it's definitely like a three season. I was like, this is a two season show, Max. Yeah. But it's three seasons, wow. Three seasons going on four. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it starts off with the reporter. 
He's like white haired daddy Triviago man. Got it. it. Yes. So I'm gonna call him Triviago Man. Triviago Man throughout awesome. this entire My 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 biggest celebrity crush. Yeah. So if you're like the Triviago commercials, you know Triviago Man. Select your check in, your checkout dates, and such hotel Trivago. So he wakes up in a hospital and the nurse is like, Welcome back to the land of the living. Had just a little brush with death there. And I'm like... Who says that? A nurse. Just like a nurse. Like, I'm like, who talks like that? And I'm like, is she creepy? Or is this just like the show's overall vibe? Mm. Unsure. Wait, question. Yeah. Is Lucifer's mom in this episode? No. Oh, darn. You should have given me an episode to watch. You're right. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so just like adjust your expectations. Got it. We're in season three of a show that should have ended two seasons ago. <laughs> territory. Okay. But it gets wild. And like, it's something. Okay. Is Lucifer's brother in it? No. Damn it! We have Lucifer, and we have whoever the fuck Linda is. <laughs> okay? Adjust uh, your expectations. Got it, got it. For season three. <laughs> okay? So Triviaco Man asked the nurse, he's like, Has my, is my wife here? Like, has she come to visit me? And the nurse is like, no, like, you haven't had any visitors. And it seems like he's, like, waking up from a coma. Okay. And so it's been a while. And he's like, well, like, me and my wife have been having some trouble lately, but you know what? It's time for a second chance at life. Maybe it's time to turn some things around. Cut to him, like, walking down the street. Music is playing. He's got this, like, bouquet of roses. So I think he's going to win back his wife, who he's having some trouble with lately. Got it. Um, so he, like, is about to, he goes to her apartment, he's about to knock on the door, and the door swings open. So, Triviago Man, like, swings away onto the side so no one sees him. Lucifer leaves the apartment. So, Lucifer is, like, he has this, like, suave accent, he's very charming in suits, like, clean cut, hot, Mm -hmm. but in, like, a creepy, you can't trust him kind of way. Of course. Um, and so he's like, I'm sorry to shake and run, darling, see you next time, and he, like, saunters off out of the apartment. And so Triviago Man is like... And so he like throws the roses in the trash and walks away. Oh dear. Oh no. But somehow he like knows exactly who Lucifer is all of a sudden because he's in Lucifer's club, like watching him in a VIP booth alone, (laughs) like staring at Lucifer and like drinking his drink in a club. And and Lucifer's like chatting it up with women, like life of the party. Like, yes, that kind of. Guy. That's him. That's him. And so the Triviago man to himself, alone at his table, is like, "Who does this guy think he is?" <laughs> and the waitress is like, "Oh, that's Lucifer Morningstar." <laughs> and Triviago man is like, "Are you serious? Like that's his name? Like who calls themselves that?" And she's like, "The kind of person who owns this place." And she walks away. So Lucifer owns this club. Correct. It's his club. Yeah. And it kind of has, like, a weird, like, sex dungeon vibe Correct. to it. Yeah, okay. It's the best. And then, so Lucifer walks over to Triviago Man. He's like, I've noticed you staring at me. Like, but I'm sorry. Like, if you think we're going to hook up, like, I'm not into you. Not because you're a man, but because I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> and I was like... He's the best! Oh! I was like, that's brutal. And the guy was like... And then Lucifer's like, oh, well, like, I can help hook you up with someone. Like, who do you like? Like, let me know. Like, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not going to be me, but, like, I'll get you laid, dude. Like, I'll, I'm here for you. And Triviago Man is like, I am married to a woman, and my wife is sleeping with another man who is Lucifer. And Lucifer's like, oh, my God, dude, like, what are you waiting for? Punish him. Destroy him. Tear his life apart, like, piece by piece. Torture him. Like, you don't deserve this. And he's like, 
I'll help you. He's like, no, he, Lucifer's like, I would help you destroy him, but I work with the police and the detective who I'm partnered with just walked in, so, like, you're on your own, but good luck to yeah. you. And so this detective walks over, and she's, like, beautiful. She's gorgeous. And so she, Lucifer works with her, and they, like, help solve crime. He helps yeah, yeah, her yeah. solve crimes. Mm-hmm. Her name is not said once in this episode. No, she's um, not Linda. She's not Linda, and so I don't know who she is, so I'm going to call her Detective. detective. <laughs> And so... Yeah, I don't even know her name, but, like, she's, like, in every episode. Yeah, she's, like, she's like the main character. Yeah, the, like, whole, the whole point, let me cut right in. Yeah. The whole point is, like, she's a detective, and his power is that, like, he can, like, coax out people's, like, true desires. Yeah. Just by staring at them really creepily. Very... <laughs> what a great very skill. creepily. He's basically just like, what do you want? And then people will, like, tell him what they truly want. Okay, I was going to ask you, I'm like, what is... I could tell, is it charm? Is it natural power? So it's actual power. Think, like, the snake in Garden of Eden, you know? like Yeah. He can coax out what eyes. they really want <laughs> and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes he's like, can, like, make them do something by, like persuasion mm-hmm. but that's like only for like convenient matters usually he's just like what do you want and they're like this and he's like got it and somehow he helps with the detective detective work so i guess it's like good for like confessions and mm-hmm. stuff okay so lucifer leaves the club and goes to help the police solve something so now since we're following triviago man we don't follow lucifer here so what a shame it turns out that triviago man is a journalist and so now he's at work and he's pitching a story to his boss and he's like I have this shady nightclub owner who says he's the devil and he consults with the police and he must be hiding something and exploiting the police. And the boss is like, there's no personal reason here, right? Like, you seem, like, too invested in this. And he's like, oh, no, of course not. Like, just this guy seems crazy. I want to investigate him. So it's like, he's on it. He's writing a story about Lucifer. (laughs) So Triviago Man tracks Lucifer down to the police station. Sorry, is this, like, his old boss or something? Who's old boss? This reporter's old boss. It's his current boss. Oh, isn't the boss like, are you okay? Were you in a coma? Nope. Got it. <laughs> nope. He's just like, what's the story? Like, give me the pitch. Like, So maybe this person wasn't in a coma for a long time. It's unclear. Got it. It'll all become clear later. Sure. Yeah, it'll all, it'll all, it's something. <laughs> so, 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 Trevor Man goes to the police station and Lucifer's like, oh my God, hey man, like. Have you, like, found that guy who's fucking your wife? Yeah. Like, how's it going? I thought about you. And Trivialco Man is like, um, I'm doing a piece on you. Like, can I, do you mind if I, like, take around with you for a bit? And Lucifer's, like, so flattered. Of He's course. like, oh, my God, of course. Like, I'm so the best. Like, anything you want to know, like, I'll tell you. And he's like, I'm the devil. Like, he's like, and <laughs> everyone, okay. One thing about this show is that Lucifer calls himself the devil. Other people call him the devil. Yeah. And no one questions it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all just like, he's great. He's, he's the, the devil. devil. Yeah. And so Triviago Man starts interviewing people at the police station with Lucifer, other cops. And they're like, well, he calls himself the devil. And I love him. Like, <laughs> everyone loves him. Everyone's obsessed with him. Except for this one detective who is the ex-husband of the lady detective who helps Lucifer. So yes. he doesn't like... He's in it too. Yeah, so he doesn't like Lucifer because he's like... You took her. You took my wife yeah. away kind of thing. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like divorced detectives also like work together. Apparently. It's so weird. Yeah, apparently that's okay. Yeah. And so Lucifer... No. Oh my god. I like lost my train of thought. She's so, so like turned on with Lucifer. <laughs> She's like so turned on by Lucifer. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I, I get it. There was too much content in this show, and I'm trying to keep it straight. <laughs> okay. Next. 
So Lucifer and the detective are going to investigate a crime scene. Cool. And journalist Triviago Man is tagging along with them because he's writing the story. Totally legal. So he's like behind legal. The, yeah, he's like behind the crime scene lines. <laughs> like he's there with them. That's not okay. But no. Cool. And so the case that they're on is there's they come across this dead woman just like sprayed on the beach. She has like needles coming out of her neck and head, like like at least fifty needles <laughs> wow. like, coming out of her neck and head, like syringes, like sy- yeah, sorry, syringes. Okay, and then these like silicone things sprayed around, sprayed around her, and everyone's like, "What is like this?" Titties. Yeah, everyone's Got like, it. "What is this?" Like, what is this? And Lucifer like starts picks one up and starts like juggling it. He's like, "Oh, these are boobs." I don't them anywhere. These are C cups. Like they're just like <laughs> silicone like breast implants like surrounding her. Wow. And then the detective's like, Lucifer, please don't juggle the crime scene bit boobs. And he's like, but they're fun bags for a reason. And there's a very weird banter happening yeah. now. Yeah. Is it the girl with the camera? No, it's the female detective still. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then so... He also, like, flirts, like, with the forensic photographer, like, nerdy girl. Oh, she wasn't in this. And I'm like, she's like, always, she's all in season one. I'm like, is there another? For, like, she's the only one? <laughs> well, she was, there was no forensic photographer here. That's not... But bro, they're like, look, look at this body. Like, let's not take a photo. No, let's like juggle the <laughs> boobs that are on the ground straight around this body. It's very weird. And so the detective like pulls her out of my side and she's like, Lucifer notices things that normal people don't. And he's like, cool, cool. Like my wife? Yeah. <laughs> and then the lady detective is like, I've seen this before. And like this music like, dun, dun, dun. And she's like, it's a serial killer. There have been multiple killings like this over the last month. Cut to, they're back to the police station. And they're, like, investigating, like, the pictures, comparing it to past crimes. And Chirbiago Man sees Lucifer, like, sneak out of the room and go and talk to another cop. Lucifer gives something to another cop and then just starts, like, wandering around aimlessly. And then so Chirbiago Man is like, that's shady. Like, what's he doing? Like, exchanging things. Like, is there a dirty cop situation going on here? And so he goes to the detective and he's like, give it to me straight. Like, why does Lucifer work with you? Like, what is going on? And she's just like... You'll have to ask him. <laughs> she has, she wants like nothing to do with the journalist. She's like, I don't want you around here. You're not interviewing me. Yeah. Like, I don't, she does not want him there. And then, so Triviago Man is like stalking Lucifer. It's nighttime now. And he's like calling his wife. And he's like, wife, I miss you. Like, can we talk? Like, let's work this out. Blah, blah, blah. Leaving her a voicemail. And then he sees Lucifer in this like crazy expensive car. Pull up. Take a duffel bag from the cop. And then, like, drive away. Ooh. So there's some kind of, like, exchange thing going on still. Like, what's going on? Then, all of a sudden, <sighs> this, so like, enamored. beautiful woman in a leather jacket pulls Triviago Man up against the fence. And she's like, leave Lucifer Morningstar alone. Full named him. And he's like, I've met worse than you. Like, you can't stop me from this. And she's like, I guarantee you have it. Slams him with, like, a knife up against his throat. And then just, like, walks away. Maybe that was his mom. No. Okay. Her name was Maze, and she's a devil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. bartender. Yeah, Maze, the bartender. (laughs) She's tough. And so... She's like his bodyguard. Yeah, and so the journalist is, like, back at work, and he's pissed. He's like, I've been threatened. Like, Mm -hmm. what's happening? I'm on something here. Like, he's, like, kind of, like, wigging out of it. And... But his wife is waiting for him in his office, so he walks in, and he's like, oh, my wife is here. Like, this is it. And she's like, we need to talk. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. No, it's no, not no. It's not, it's not an uh-huh no. moment. And she says, why are people at your work calling me your wife? We've been separated for two years. And then she hands him divorce papers, and she's like, 
it's over, move on, like, sign me. It's like, it's wow. Enough. And he's like, don't you know how much I love you? I can't move on. Like, he's a creep. Oh, like, no. he's, like, obsessed with her. And then she starts, like, being, like, a therapist to him. And she, and she's like, you're just, like, using this as a self-defense mechanism. Is she? And, and he says, don't analyze me, Linda. She's blonde. She's blonde. With glasses. Yes. She's his therapist. Yes. I remember her. I so, thought it was her. So the journalist's ex-wife is Lucifer's therapist. Yes. Um, and so he's like, just give me 24 hours to sign the divorce papers. I'm on to something. You can, I'll sign them up for 24 hours yeah. and I still agree. And she's like, fine. So somehow he, journalist, like, does some research on Lucifer's address. And he's like, oh, that is a known address for stolen goods. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> and then so he's like, I need to find the duffel bag that was at the exchange. So he just, like, walks into the club during the day. And like, he's like, oh, there's a duffel bag. Picks up the duffel bag in, like, the middle of the club, and then, like, walks upstairs to Lucifer's penthouse. So he's yeah. just, like, in his house. Like, yeah. He's like, I must find the duffel bag. Oh, got it. <laughs> and then, but he's in the living room, like, looking around this, like, ornate penthouse, and he hears this, like, moaning, screaming coming from the bedroom. And Uh-oh. so he's like, let me go investigate. Like, someone's in trouble. This crazy guy has done this. And so he walks in, and this lady's, like, in lingerie, like, tied up with, like, a gag. In yeah. Mouth. And he's like, don't you worry, miss. I'm going to save you. No. And Lucifer walks in. He's like, dude, like, what story are you really after? Like, why are you in my penthouse? And the journalist takes the gag out of the woman's mouth. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're ruining my, like, sexy time. Wow. I'm into this. You're killing my vibe. And Lucifer is like, dude, like, I didn't send, like, what are you doing here? And he's like, you sent this crazy lady after me who, like, threatened me. And he's like, oh, that's just Maze. She's overprotected demon bartender. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the cash that I gave to the cop was to buy his duffel bag from him. And then he gave me his duffel bag. And he's like, that's all that's going on here. And he's like, but what was in the duffel bag? And he's like, well, then I used a duffel bag to buy... What do you think was in the duffel bag? Drugs. One more guess. Sex toys. Edible sex toys. Edible sex toys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so he's like, you can't get them anywhere else. So it's like, I had to get them special ordered. Like, edible sex toys. And they're like, holding... He's like, look! Look at them! And there's like, <laughs> like, pulling all these like edible sex toys out of the duffel bag. And so the journalist like, sits down on the bed beside the girl who's gagged in lingerie and loose for like, standing there. And the journalist is like, having a crisis. He's like, stroking the toy. And he's like, how could I be so wrong? Like, so many things. Like, stroking like a huge dildo. And so Lucifer... <laughs> Such a good yeah. show! And so Lucifer's like, hey man, like, don't be so down on yourself. Like, feel better. Like, try this watermelon toy. This edible watermelon, huge dildo. <laughs> and he's like, I'm allergic to watermelon. And Lucifer's like, oh, well, man, like, come to the police station. Like, solving a crime always gets me going. Like, let's go. Let's cheer you up. And the lady is like, still, like, lying there. She's like, excuse me. And then, so the <laughs> journalist picks up the gag, puts it back into her mouth, and she's like, thank you. And they just, like, leave her there. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a good show. And then <laughs> That's awesome. So now we have Lucifer, the journalist, and the detective, like, doing a bunch of interviews to find this serial killer Got that it. they're on to. <laughs> just by interviewing. Just by interviewing. And this is all the same day. Yeah. And so now, at the end of the interviews, like, you see Lucifer being all charming, getting all the information, and so the journalist is, like, talking to the lady detective, and he's like, I wanted to write a piece about how Lucifer was a fraud, but the truth is, he's just, like, a charming guy, like, golly gee, like, there's no story here. 
and um, it's been one day. <laughs> it's been one day. All you have to do to get someone on your side is offer them a watermelon edible sex toy. I get it. And they're like, I'll trust you forever. Yeah. That's it. But then, <gasps> the detective goes off. Lucifer is in the room alone with a suspect. Uh-huh. He starts interrogating the suspect. He goes ape shit. He's beating him up. He's hitting him. He's putting him up against the wall like, like ape shit. Then all of a sudden, Lucifer's face turns into the devil. He's the devil. He, in case it's unclear, <laughs> Lucifer is the devil. And so... Is this the image you sent me? Yes. Yeah, so this is the first Lucifer image I have. And so his face, when he's, like, in, like, devil mode, is, like, no skin, like, just, like, red muscle and, like, red, red, red eyes. And, like, the inside of a skull, basically. Yeah. It is terrifying. And so... Lucifer is, like, interrogating the suspect, beating off, like, with this, like, devil face on. But it's a double-sided mirror, and so Lucifer can't see that the journalist is on the other side watching this. And so Lucifer, like, catches his own reflection in the mirror, and he's like, oh. Oh, I look good. And so we have devil Lucifer staring in the mirror into the camera, and then it cuts to the journalist on the other side, like, staring him in the (laughs) eyes, being like, ah! Like, what is going on? And they're just like, Locked eyes, though, knowing they've locked eyes because of the side of the mirror for mm-hmm. 30 seconds. So it's like, Lucifer's face. Back journalist's face. face. Lucifer's face. Journalist's face. For so long. And I was like, when is this scene over? Like, I get it. He's scary. He's the devil. And he's freaked out. I get it. So Lucifer... Would you fuck him? With the devil face or normally? Yeah, with the devil face. No. I think he would. No. It was like, I need some skin. Like... It's like it's very Voldemorty. It's very Voldemort. Like yeah, like pulled back, like big red eyes, kind yeah. of like the jigsaw face from Saw. But like Voldemort. But Voldemort. Got like it. That's like yeah. And then so the journalist is like scarred for life. Got and it. And so he goes to Linda, his ex-wife, and he's like, "You have to stop seeing Lucifer. He's the literal devil. Like people aren't just saying he's the devil. Like he, he is, is the devil." devil. And she's like, "If you want to vilify him and call him the devil, you can. Like I don't believe you." He's like, he's fun. I like him. Like, let me live. And so the journalist is like, oh, <laughs> signs the divorce papers and leaves. Now he goes back to his office in the newspaper and he goes full carry maths in Homeland. He has a whiteboard. He's printing out pictures of people. He's putting headings on them. He's like connecting everything. His headings include <clears throat> devil, question mark, powers, question mark, <laughs> powers return, question mark, question mark, <laughs> maze, demon bartender. So that's the kind of investigation reporting he's doing. So now we have him like doing all that montage. Montage, and now is it montage? Yeah, and now we have one year later. Wow! Knock, knock, knock. Lucifer and the detective are at his door at work, and he's like looking rough. Like he's hasn't showered. He's this investigation has taken over his life. Yeah, and so they're at his door, and he's like, "Holy shit! Like, why are they here for me?" And they're like. Hey man, like remember that serial killer case from last year that you were like taking along with yeah. this article? The killer went dormant, so they never found the killer. And they're like, but we think that the article that you posted, which turned out just to be like police, like I tagged along the police thing, yeah. it wasn't anything. Um, they're like, we think the serial killer left comments in like on the article. Like, can we get access to your archives or something yeah. to get the IP address? And um, Lucifer sees the state that the journalist is in, and he's like. You haven't destroyed the sleep sleeves bags sleeping with your wife yet, have you? Like I can tell. 
So Lucifer doesn't know that he's the sleazeball. Oh, wow. Yeah, he just thinks he's like, this guy is being torn apart and mm. needs to get his revenge. And Lucifer is like, like, you need to get, like, get that sorted out. Like, you're not, like you're not looking good. And But Lucifer's like, oop, I'm late for therapy. Gotta go. Oh, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah. And so. Also, like, not legal. Legal? Not allowed. Yeah. For a therapist to bang her client. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not okay. And then so the journalist goes to his whiteboard and he has a big heading that says, devil equals invulnerable, question mark. And then he goes to his whiteboard and erases the question mark on invulnerable. So he's found Ooh. weakness. So he cuts to Lucifer in therapy with Linda. Linda's a therapist. So now like the, as the viewer, I'm like, oh, okay, I get the connection. Yeah. So to recap, Linda is the journalist's ex-wife and also Lucifer's therapist, who Lucifer is sleeping with. <laughs> Just in case that wasn't clear. So Lucifer's in his session. They're having a great, like, actual therapy session. Yeah. Journalist storms in and Lucifer is like, Oh, like, you guys know each other. Like, what are you doing here, man? Like, hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But then Lucifer is like, oh, like, you're, like, Linda, oh, you're the ex-wife. Oh, my God, journalist, man. We're tunnel buddies. No. But he's, like, happy about it. He's like, oh, like, we're tunnel buddies. Like, cool. And then Lucifer, like, doesn't realize that he's the guy that yeah. he wants revenge on. Like, he still hasn't connected that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Journalist pulls out a gun, shoots Lucifer point blank. That won't do anything. Clearly doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Lucifer's like, do you realize what you just did? And I ruined my suit, yeah, my like, Gucci you suit. You ruined the proof really good, Burberry. Oh, uh, Burberry. <laughs> and then journalist like goes to Linda and he's like, see, he's the devil. Like, I've seen his real face. Like, he's the devil. And Linda's like, dude, like, I know he's the devil. <laughs> like, I've seen his face. I know it's unsettling, but like. I know. Like, he told me. The dick is good. He told me. The dick me. is bomb. Yeah. But then she says, but since I found out about it, we're only seeing each other professionally. So she, she, so she oh. found out about him being the actual devil, like, sometime in that year. I break. see. When they were sleeping together, she didn't know. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Lucifer's a good man. He's my friend. There's no issue here. Like, yeah. we need to chill out. There's still 20 minutes left in this episode. I was like, Oh my where? God, yes. Jen. What? <laughs> where is this going? So... The journalist is like, everything's a lie. Like, I've been working on this for the last year to prove this to you, and you already knew. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't care. So yeah. he's like, storms out. Got so it. he's losing his mind now. He's depressed. Oh, it's midnight. Mon- he's it's like work. a montage. Yeah. Like, oh, his boss out. comes in. He's like, you've been working on this for a year. You have nothing to show for it. Like, like there's no story here. You're like, fired. Yeah. He's like, this guy won. Like, get your shit together. Let it go. Like, move on. Take a shower. <laughs> Take a shower. That's my advice to him. Oh. Not his boss. <laughs> uh, take a shower. No, it's like he needs a shower. So now the song, Are You Ready for the Devil Man, starts playing, which I think is a little on the nose and heavy-handed. And journalist starts, like, destroying his office, destroying the whiteboard. Like, he's like, meh, 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 meh. But then as he's destroying it, he finds a picture of the lady detective. Oh, he's vulnerable to her, too. I'm going to go after her. So then he knocks on this sketchy guy's door who... I don't know who he is, but in the show, he's, like, a serial killer, apparently. <laughs> okay. I don't know. And so, journalist goes to this guy's door, and he's like, I need you to help me. And the guy's like, I got you, man. I'll help you. And I'm like, what is about to happen? <laughs> They're, like, gonna try to kill her? I don't know. I don't know. So now we're at Lucifer's Club again, and the journalist is meeting with the lead detective, because he's like, here's a comment, so you need to find the serial killer. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, by the way, like, I never did interview you. Like, 
again, like, what do you think Lucifer is getting out of your partnership? And she's like, well, I think he hides behind, like, the partying, the women, the drinking. But working with the cops gives him, like, a chance to, like, do good in the world. Yeah. And journalist is like, you're giving him too much credit, blah, 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 blah. And all the while they're talking, the creepy guy is coming up to Lucifer and, like, drinking with him and, like, clearly like, giving him, like, a drugged drink. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and so they're in a group with women, but suddenly, like, one of the women that they're with collapses. And, um, the detective, like, rushes over and they're like, oh my god, like, what happened here? And that girl's dead. Wow. So, dead in the club. No. Dead. Buzzkill. Am I right, Jen? Oh my god. Buzzkill. I hate it when people die in the club. Oh, oh my gosh. So sad. So, clearly, like, it was a poisoning gone wrong and the drink got handed to the girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's the same person. But, like, the poisoning would not have worked on the devil. That right. Like, any it sense. was a big, taking a big chance. And so they're like, how did, like, the serial killer, like, find the way into Lucifer's club, like, under my own roof? Like, Lucifer's, like, pissed that someone came for him. Yeah. And the detective is like, it's you, and points to the journalist. And she's like, the killer must have known you were passing me information. Like, and that's why he was here. So it's like, I was like, oh, you're close, oh. but not quite. So then they're like, oh, la, 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 like, disbanded for the night. Journalist steals a knife, goes out to Lucifer's penthouse, and Lucifer's, like, chilling in his house. Yeah. And he's like, this is all your fault. And Lucifer's like, dude, like, leave me alone. Yeah. He's like, I take no part in, like, devil stuff. He's yeah. like, humans choose to go to hell because they want to relive their own guilt stuff. He's like, they can leave at any time. I'm not responsible for their actions. Like, if they're reliving their own stuff in hell, like, that's on them. And the journalist is like, but you have to be responsible. Like, otherwise, like, what have I been doing this for? And Lucifer's like, dude, like, I don't know. Like, why have you been obsessed with me? Like, why are you so obsessed with me, Alamariah Carey? Exactly. And so Lucifer starts, like, charming him, and he's like, what do you truly desire? There we go. Yeah. There's Lucifer. And the journalist is like, I just want Linda to love me. And so Linda, Lucifer suddenly realizes that Linda is the same person he's been obsessed with. And he's the guy yeah. who is, has the Why vendetta is it out for Only him. now? I don't know. And so Lucifer is like, hey man, like I just got her to love me by showing her my true self. Yeah. Like that was it. And so journalist is like, oh, perfect. I will go and do that. Beep, boop, boop. So the journalist <laughs> goes to her and he's like, I just want to be honest with you. Like, you deserve better. Our marriage was all my fault. And I'm like, am I supposed to care about these two characters? Yeah, like, like they're not. Those are yeah. side characters, like, as fuck. Exactly. And so Linda is like, no, we both made mistakes. Like, but cool. I'm glad you, like, came to this. But we're still divorced, by the way. Yeah. And he was like, you forgave the devil. Why can't you forgive me? Like, I thought this would get you back to my side. Like, so manipulative. Yeah. Like, shady. So he's like, I even, like, killed a girl by accident for you. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Like, let's circle back to that. <laughs> Like, what do you mean that you uh, got someone killed by accident for me? And he's like, it was a mistake. Like, I was supposed to poison Lucifer, but I, this girl got the drink instead, and she died all because of me. And she's like, I'm just going to, like, call the police. Like, you're you're not okay. But he's like, no. And he, like, pistol whips her with the phone that she's about to, like, call my mother. Oh, my with. God. And so she's, like, bleeding because he's, like, hit her in the face with the phone. And it's, like, not like a cell phone. It's, like, a therapist phone. Like, oh. It's, like, a landline. Wow. Like, like, a full, like, it has, like, multiple lines. It's got a keypad. It's got a speakerphone. Like, Holy it's shit. Office phone. office phone. Office phone. Pistol whipped. Except for the phone. <laughs> phone whipped. Pistol whipped. And he's, like, <laughs> now he's, like, oh, I'll myself in, like, I'll call the police myself. Like, don't worry about it. He's, like, choking, like, freaking out. Yeah. Like, so he runs away, goes back to the office. It's dark. Uh-huh. He goes to his water, 
takes a sip of his water that's been sitting on his desk and starts, like, choking. The sketchy guy, the serial killer, is in the corner being like, you sent me to kill the wrong man? Like, Lucifer's a gem. How could you, like, I love him. Like, how could you, like, think that I would kill him? So I poisoned that girl in six. I couldn't kill Lucifer. He's so great. And then, so he's, like, poisoned the journalist. The journalist, like, choking during all this. And, like, the water was poisoned. And he's like, you deserve to die next, and you will. And so the journalist starts laughing. He's like, ha, 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 I knew you'd be here, and I caught you. For some, I don't know. And so all of a sudden, the detective and Lucifer are there, and they arrest the sketchy guy as the serial killer. They were, like, hiding out in the wings of this office. Somehow, he lured them there. What? Yeah. But the journalist is still dying, because he still had the point. He still drank the poison. And so he's, like, dying with, like, one eye fluttering clothes like Marion Cotillard and Dark Knight Rises when she dies. And Lucifer comes and they're like staring into each other's eyes as he dies. And they're like, he's like, I just want a second chance. And Lucifer's like looking at him about like, <laughs> second chances. And he's like talking. Cut, fade to black. Wakes up. It's the beginning of the episode. He's in the hospital. He wakes up. The nurse is like, oh, had a little brush of oh, death Oh, he's there. in hell. Are ya? Second chance at life. And I'm like, oh, Lucifer saved him. He got a second chance he's at life. Hell. No, no. Zoom out. He's just in a room in hell, doomed to relive the last year of his life over and over and over again. Lucifer didn't save him. He was just like, bye-bye. <laughs> Have fun reliving this episode from start to finish. Over, over and, and over and over, and over again, again. Which is hell. Yeah. He's dead. That's Lucifer. Wow, that was cool. That was a lot. That was a good episode. It was fun. That was a good story. I liked the way that they like framed the narrative where it was like through the journalist's eyes. Yeah. So I didn't like get a full Lucifer experience. But wow. it was a cool like storytelling thing with like the shock at the end with him being dead the whole time. The whole thing. He like he was in hell the whole time. In the whole every episode I've seen, like you never see hell. You just see people come from hell. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a show in hell. In hell. That makes so much sense. So it like zooms out with him like he's like, oh, second chance at life. Like and then he's like in his hospital bed like spine like an idiot and then like <laughs> zooms out and it's like hell surrounding him wow it's just like the good place it's just like the good place good so, job yeah, Jen great episode perfect. that's perfect for you yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> anyway the whole point of the show is that he's like I don't want to be in hell anymore I want to be like in a good person a, a, a human and then his brother is also there, and his brother's like a like a big black guy. Mm-hmm. And so, but the whole joke is always like, "We're brothers," and everyone's like, "How, How are you? How yeah. are you, brothers?" Anyway, but the the best part is like the mom also comes into like the human world, but she's like a I've been alive for you know time doesn't Eons, exist like yeah time but then she comes in and she's like this like tall like sexy woman, but she like, doesn't understand like human stuff. Mm. So she'll like just like get naked and like just like walk around. Everyone's like. What? And she's like, hi, like, what's up? Like, doesn't get, like, the everything. And then it's like, she's a hot woman, and he's, like, attracted to women. He's oh, like, weird. But, like, he's like, you're my mom. Like, leave me alone. Like, mom, put on clothes. She's like, hey. Like, she's, like, a young person, like, his age. That's dark. Because she, like, takes over this body. Right. So it's funny. So they can they, like, take over any body, I guess? Yeah, that's like, the idea. Oh, okay. Well, she does. She takes over someone's body who's a, who, like, just died. Right, right, like right, right. It's so good. Yeah, for a procedural, I was like... Wow, that was such an interesting episode. What are your thoughts on this? (laughs) I liked it. No, I liked it. So that guy's dead and in hell. Damn. For doing the last, like, 40 minutes of that episode, forever. Like, Linda, Lucifer, like, losing his mind, investigating that goes nowhere. Like, that's... Dark. That's dark. 
Stark, that's his life. <sighs> in hell. Oh, Jan. Procedurals. Procedurals. Wow. Crime so, stories. Wow. Yeah. Um, not my favorite. <laughs> no. Wow, okay. What did we learn? Hmm. Nothing. Don't commit crimes. Crimes are bad, but they can be solved in one day. Yes. That's by, it. By Deborah Messing. <laughs> Pizzas have ransom notes. The devil is real. And <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Uh, follow us on Instagram or check the photos so you can understand like where we're coming from as we investigate these TV shows. You too can stare into Lucifer's demon eyes. Yeah. And see uh, Deborah Messing's blowout hair. Anyway, that's it. Bye! Bye.